Hey everyone, Jason here from your favorite Fakakta Comedy Funhouse programs. If you're enjoying this show, I have a feeling you're also going to enjoy the podcast Couch Pilots. Myself and the podcasting god, Blake Clayton, take a break from the grind and sit down on our favorite Davenport every week to watch and discuss some of the most odd and misunderstood television pilots of the past. There is such a treasure trove of bizarre viewing out there, and we're just the jerks to dig them up and make a show about it. Watch along with us and join in the conversation. Find us at fcfnetwork.com or rate the show and subscribe in iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Give them nothing, but take from them everything. This is Billy Bloody Bill Pond out in Waste, Texas. So when I'm not fisting, I'm always listening to the metal end of God. And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting beside me is... Kyle. And... Def Rick, bitch! You are not Def Rick. Would you, Def would, Rick, would bitch. you say who your real name is, please, sir? Def Rick. Ah, whatever. And we have a fantastic guest today, uh, Mr. Billy Pond. Um, he is uh, a horror movie director, writer, all kind of stuff. And part-time ballerina. <laughs> well, oh, that's Im- that, no, that's impressive. That? Such limber. <laughs> that is impressive. I would love to see the footage of that. <laughs> I got some strong toes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so welcome to the show, Bill. Thanks, guys. Hey, man, it's good to have you. I mean, uh, I'm, I am officially, I'm like a huge horror movie nerd. I like horror movies uh you know always have um i don't know about kyle as much i love scary movies see kyle likes them i know def rick doesn't wow way, way to make it awkward yeah well <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm being honest i mean i don't want you know him to be like oh yeah you remember this movie and you'd be like no <laughs> i could have pretended i know i know i know but we're people not gonna ask do. me all the time about certain movies and i haven't seen as many uh i got a guy that my ad uh, ray ballard he's always watching movies he's kind of a movie nerd but Myself, I really don't watch that many movies, believe it or mm. not. No, I watched a lot when I was younger, but lately I kind of haven't watched many horror movies. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I um, I, they're all found footage these days, anyway. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Right, yeah. I, I was watching a uh, an interview you did with another uh, show. I forget what the name of the show was, but it said you said that you were a big fan of uh, like the seventies horror yes. films. Yeah, and I. I kind of agree with you, man. Those movies are uh, definitely a, a lot more, how would you say, original than the newer ones? I'd say for sure original, but I mean, you know, it's like um, as time goes on, you know, it's like none of us are original because we kind of have the DNA of something else that we picked up along the way. True. And uh, in the 70s, I think what I like about the 70s is they still cared about filmmaking. You know, it's yeah. about filmmaking first and foremost. And when the 80s, when the video cameras come out, everybody kind of got, you know, cheap and stuff. You know, so they didn't, you know, I, I felt like they didn't put the effort and the energy into making a, a cinematic masterpiece. Is Even though I make, you know, horror movies, I try my best to make them not cheesy and make them actually like a real yeah. movie, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. your, your yeah. cinematography is pretty awesome. Yeah, we, definitely. We just watched a snippet of, of a film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabe Ramirez uh, is the cinematographer, and uh, Anthony Gutierrez was the uh, uh, camera operator. Now, for the story that you saw, our camera operator was uh, Buddy. Buddy. Nice. <laughs> He's re- real short. This yeah, buddy, he buddy. did it. Cool. Ask a hater. Ask a hater some <laughs> shit or something. <laughs> I tell you, man, the first thing I have ever uh, I have ever experienced from your work was uh, Circus of the Dead. Oh. And see it at a fest or something? Yeah, we went to uh, Fear Fet over in uh, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. yeah, and me and the uh, girlfriend were were like, okay, well they got this film playing, let's go watch it. I said, all right. So went in there, and man, it was really good and very disturbing. Oh yeah. Righto. What were you thinking about before you went to go see? You probably thought it was a cheesy clown movie. Well, yeah. That, I mean, I looked at it. and I was like, okay, this kind of reminds me of the. Um, uh, what is it like the uh, grindhouse? The the poster was like this grindhouse feel. Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of like, all right, well, this ought to be pretty cool because I really dig that kind of grindhouse stuff. So I, we went in there and we started watching. And I was like, holy shit, this is just really, really, really out there. I love it. 
those uh, horror movies with plots are very rare nowadays. Oh, they are. They are. <laughs> Especially a clown movie one. <sighs> I, t- I tell you, man, uh, you know, I, I don't want to give too many things away about that movie, but there there was a scene in that movie that really disturbed the hell out of, I think, everybody in there. Was it, was it the baby? Uh, no, man, it was the taxidermy <laughs> thing. Oh, I got you. The it baby. was the scene where the clown the pulled all the, the ribbons uh, out of his shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a scene where the, the clown was doing juggling. Yeah, yeah, that one. Those disturbed me, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the taxidermy scene, man. I, I could see everybody's face like, holy shit, what is this? Well, yeah, that's jaw drops for sure. Now, the other two guys with you haven't seen the movie yet, have they? No, they haven't. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just think, yeah, he probably thinks what, you know, is out, out there, but I bet it's really uh, not. It's like, no, there's a scene in there that's going to, you know, be epic someday whenever it hits the world. Yeah, yeah I, from from this the, the little snippet that, that we seen, this short that we seen just now, and the image that I have in my head after <laughs> seeing this short, oh my god, I like I still have the noise of that uh, baby being put in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still got that noise in my head. I was like, oh, he captured the noise. Are you serious? Wow, I am into it right now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cameo of that baby, actually. That baby was in Circus of the Dead also. Oh, oh, really? 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 Yeah, <laughs> the baby got a cameo. <laughs> Lee boy, okay. <laughs> the, you know what's funny is the reason we named that uh, Lee boy is because our uh, my buddy that co-writes all the scripts with me is uh, he's been in the hospital. He's been having he's got diabetes and he's been having he got a cut on his foot and got infected. Oh shit! So he's been in the hospital over a hundred days and uh, he Ooh. always decorates our sets and stuff and he couldn't come down for this so we felt really bad so when we put this short together me and him I said hey I'm gonna call the baby Lee Boy you know. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you tell him that he needs to man up? I mean, if you're in the hospital, you can't come <laughs> down and get sick. this situation, though, so. That's why his foot's rotting off. He already fell. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he was already manning up enough, man. He needs to get that thing healed so we could uh, make some more features. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Now, now. We are going to uh, Texas Frightmare this year. Are oh, you? Good. We'll be there. Oh, you guys are. Okay, right. good. Yeah. Now, question: Are you guys going to have uh, one of the features being shown? No, I mean I would show Circus again, but they kind of they showed it a couple years ago. Oh, they did. Actually, where we world premiered it. But uh, if you can talk the people in it, I'll bring it down. But you got to talk the event organizer into doing it because I don't know if they have room or not. Okay. Okay. I'd yeah. Be happy to because a lot of people's been asking me. Like I've had at least you know forty people ask. Now, so, are are you going to have copies for sale? Is that? Well, Possibly. I mean, that's, you know, fingers crossed it would be nice. Uh, on the distribution front right now is our attorney has it, and we're kind of good with everything, and he's kind of going over and talking to them, and they really just got a couple of details. So I hope if we can get it signed in the next couple of weeks, you know, it really might make it by May. Oh, that would be really cool. If not, man, I'm definitely going to buy it from somewhere. Well, that, that whole red tape on the uh, distribution stuff, you guys, that's that's worse. That's the worst part of the business. Worst part of the business, hands down. Really? Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. It slows down the progress. It's just, it's not creative. It's just, uh, you know, it's just business. Then, then you find out it's a business and it's not as fun anymore, you know. So, uh, yeah. hopefully yeah. it'll get done soon and I don't have to think about it until the next feature. Nice. You got any ideas of what you're going to come up with next? Um, man, well, I got so many stories. I mean, of course, Circus <laughs> of the Dead 2's up, uh, on Slate. I got a thing. Really? I don't know if y'all seen my, fist, my, uh, uh, fake grindhouse trailer called Mr. Fister. Man, I saw I saw the poster for that. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I was like, "What yeah, there, is this?" There. Y'all can check it out. Uh, I did that for the uh, Grindhouse competition and placed in the top ten. But uh, I got a good script on it, and I got some paranormal stuff I'm working on. But uh, you know, just because you hear that, don't jump the gun because I'm still gonna do it my way. You yeah, know? of None course. Of my stuff's gonna be like anybody else's stuff, but I want to take something where I think uh, people are kind of sucking at. And show them how to do it right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Billy, uh, I just, I need to know, what was your childhood like? Well, you know, my, you know what's funny is when I grew up, uh, my dad was, you know, it was kind of during the uh, video revolution, you know, when yeah. the, the first top-loading VCRs and all that kind of stuff. I had one of those. So, you know, once you did that, my mom really didn't care. My dad didn't care. You know, I kind of rented whatever I wanted to at the video stores and just started getting every horror movie I could, you know, and... uh it just started filling in. I always loved Star Wars as a kid. And then I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. And I said, you know, I said, hey, I want to make horror movies like this. And uh, it just kind of started like that. So it's just I've always had a vivid imagination. And, and you know, and I got into haunted houses as like a little kid. Yeah. 
know, helping at the PTA stuff. And by the time I got into high school, I had my own haunted house and still have my own haunted houses today. Um, so it's just kind of, that's why our sets are always good. Me and Lee's always done those together. And uh, we just have a good eye for detail. And I think that's kind of what sets us apart from everybody very else. Very detailed. execute the way of making a film good in an indie fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Kyle said, you, you guys have very good detail in your films, dude. Yes. Well, just that little storch, you know, shoot. I mean, that was, you know, like I said, we just, we shot it in four hours and I maybe edited over a couple of days, uh, just here or there. And, uh, you know, it still turned out, you know, better than most people's features do. So. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Throwing especially, the gauntlet down. Well, spe- <laughs> I mean, it's true, especially some of like these, uh, these horror movies that they have now that are these PG-13 films yeah, I can't that are stand all. a PG-13 horror film. I'm like, no. it's not scary. If you're going to make a PG-13, I don't understand why you're going to. Consider it as a horror film. Which, why are you talking shit about the Purge thirty seven? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! What, what about the Paranormal Activity number oh, ten? Get the fuck out of here with those bullshits! Nah. I can't stand those. Yeah. Well, they just you know that that's all about. I mean, Hollywood's so screwed up on everything now. They don't know what they're doing, and they, and they just want to you know probably remake something or just something that's proven money instead of taking a chance on something new. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. So it's I mean, just it is what it is. But and you know what's sad is these indie people like myself is a lot of them has got some great ideas and stuff. It's just they're really bad on their execution, you know. But it's even me too, you know. It's I got to get better every movie, and you know it goes with acting and, and and the camera work and the audio and all that kind of stuff. Is we have to, uh, you know, keep getting better in every avenue, you know, or we just kind of get you know complacent and then stagnant, you know, like a nasty pond or something, you know. And it's just I don't want to be that <laughs> way. It's like if I'm not pushing ahead, I might as well not be doing it, you know. Yeah, what you got? It just it raises the bar. Up. <laughs> like, I'm just because like I'm a big fan of Texas Chainsaw Man. You got it's got from what I've seen, it has that type of feel. But I'm pretty sure it fucking the range of what you because like your imagination's got to be wild. I just want to kind of pick your brain a little bit, just because the things that you think of and how you put that little film together. I'm like. Where does it go? What, uh, I looked at your website, and um, the, do you have a thing for clowns? No. Uh, that, you know what's funny about that is that that goes back to that thing. is um, I don't feel like everybody anybody's ever done a serious clown movie. Uh-huh, you know, right. Feel like they always try to take the B-movie approach, you know? It's the, it's the crazy clown, and he's going, ha, 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 look at me, I'm a clown, la, 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 la. It's, it's, if you, when you watch Circus of the Dead, mm-hmm. those clowns are nothing like that. They're, they're just serial killers whose day job happens to be being a clown. Uh. So it's, it's a serious approach on, you know, being a clown and stuff like that. And that's what I like to just challenge myself with those kind of things, you know, uh, uh, the stork, like I said, is it's okay, but like I said, it's just a small example of what we do. When you see Circus of the Dead, that really digs into my mine and Lee's head. You know, yeah. that's what we wrote. And we took we see that stuff because it's just kind of how we see the world. You know, uh, Circus of the Dead's about uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Popcorn the clown, who's this evil uh, kind of boss clown, and this guy named Don who's with his family, and it's kind of like Yin and Yang. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted Popcorn to see him in a circus. And say, you know what, this guy doesn't look like he appreciates his family. Let's teach him a valuable lesson. And that's basically what the movie's about is, you know, because I know all of us in life get complacent in our, you know, our relationships and our, our family and stuff, or even our jobs and all that. And I just wanted to show the world that, you know, things could always be a hell of a lot worse. Uh, yeah, yeah a, re- <laughs> a whole hell of a lot worse, man. That's a good way of putting it. That's, it's like, hey, you know, I, I, I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I really dug that character too, man. Poppycorn, that was that dude who played him. He was scary. Uh, Phil Oberst Jr., yeah, he, he's a wonderful man too in, in real life too. That dude was scary. Like, seriously, like the scene where he was at the window. Oh, my <laughs> dude. What was he doing at the window? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was wistfully observing. The yeah, street. yeah. He was, he was, he was making some magic happen he at was, that window. He was pondering life. <laughs> he was making instant pudding. Exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah. Licking the, pudding. licking the fucking window and coming all Bill over. Cosby it was crazy. Fan. I love oh, that's, that's as, as soon as you said uh, when, when he was doing at the window, I immediately went to. Oh, he probably was masturbating. Oh yeah, he was. He was. He was <laughs> it was a different style of masturbation. Was, it was. Uh, it was kind of like, um, uh, like B and D, you know, like bondage, but to himself. Like he was, it was pretty rough. It was awesome. By the, by the way, that's not the shortened form of bondage. <laughs> whatever. I think you're looking for BDSM. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. 
in B and D like breaking and entering or something, uh, something yeah. like that. A yeah. B and E. Like, they did that afterwards. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so it was all. It was, it, it, <laughs> I knew what I was talking about. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's wicked. Yeah, man. I, I really hope if any any way possible that you guys have those movies there because I, I will definitely purchase one from you and uh, and and you know, like I said, if you do have them there, I will show these guys this movie since. You know, you can't. I don't know if you're going to be able to show it at uh, Frightmare this year. Well, I hope so. Like I said, you know, if you guys ride him and just see if he's open to it, he might be open to it. I don't know. Uh, if he's got room, I'd be happy to do it out there for you guys and everybody else that's asked. Not that's a problem cool. at all. That's cool. Um, but hopefully the DVDs are going to be there, and that's going to be awesome, too. Um, that'd be a good problem to have is to take a bunch of DVDs out there. Yeah. yeah it's, no it's also worth noting that if, if you need an extra in the film, Wayne would be happy to leave his wife and child for you. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I, I would do the extra thing. Yeah, no problem. But uh. Well, you know what's funny is that we do, uh, when we were at the circus scenes, uh, we had a bunch of people in the stands. And uh, what I'm hoping to do next time is whenever we shoot the circus scenes, to ask anybody all over the world who's fans, they can come down and actually be in the part of the circus inside, you know, in the stands and stuff. So that way, everybody that loves Circus of the Dead so much would have a good day to meet Bill and all the rest of the clowns mm. and uh, just make it a big event, you know. And we shoot all those scenes, you know, in a couple days. In the next movie, I always thought that would be pretty cool. Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely be down with something like that. I was that for a couple days. You're not going to get a leading role, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. I understand that. <laughs> I like clowns. I like clown makeup. So. Yeah, yeah, he does wear clown makeup quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this, I need to know, uh, you have a year-round haunted house? Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask I you that, too. It year-round. It's not open year-round. It's only open in October, but uh, I do, you know, I own it. It's a big music. I got, like, a music room in there, and then the whole rest of it's haunted house. It's, what? like, a 8,000 square feet. What? Nice. And where is this located? This is in uh, Odessa, Texas. Odessa. Okay. Yeah. Oh, So, like, it's, it's halfway between uh, El Paso and Dallas on, in Texas. It's hmm. far away. I, I saw Heroes. Yeah. Way, way <laughs> It, it's so far away from us it's ridiculous is there certain like how long have you had this this haunted house for this one we opened it up when i moved down here i moved down here in uh 1998 and took a job at cbs 7 because uh, i knew if i got my foot in the door maybe i could learn how to you know uh shoot a camera edit and all that kind of stuff so hmm. in 98 i come down here and did that and I, since i got in it like part-time at like 550 an hour um I needed another thing, so I opened up a haunted house, kind of like the ones I had up in the, the Dallas area. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I even worked my way up at CBS 7, up to news director, and then I ran creative services for the past 15 years. Until That's recently, awesome. Recently, we just you know branched out and doing a film division now. So, huh? What are these haunted houses? What do they have inside of them? Like, what well, I got two of them, two haunted houses. Oh, one is called a uh, DevCon One Haunted Warehouse, and it's kind of like Resident Evil, Day of the Dead. It's a military base. Uh, you know, there's like laboratories and armories and storage. That's fucking cool. There's That's like, what was you know, going. Uh, okay. Zombies running around in there. And then in the second haunted house, now this is really blow your mind. It's uh, called Circus of the Dead Murder Maze. Uh, it's actually, it was before the movie. I had this haunted house and that's where I started building up all the backstories of these characters and stuff. I seen, I seen a little, uh, clip of, uh, I, I believe the, uh, the circus maze uh-huh. of uh-huh. ladies just shitting their pants as they run into <laughs> He got really turned on. It was kind of weird. Wow. They are scared shitless. Yeah. Those kids do ecstasy and come in there and they throw up all over the place. Oh, no. (laughs) That's too much. That's too much. Somebody goes, they go, do we need a mop? And I go, no, you need a broom and dustpan, actually. (laughs) Whoa, man. Man, would would you go in there, Kyle? Would you go go high? Since I was new. No, no, because then I wouldn't be high anymore, and that would be a waste of weed. I'm like, well, no, okay, with me not weed. What about acid? Would acid you drop? Would you, drop, would you nope. drop acid to go in the no, house? Nope, I I don't like being around too many people. I realize <laughs> to be in a haunted house, hell no, I would. That's a bad trip. That well, yeah, yeah, you fucking. Bad on acid, <laughs> it's yeah. a terrible yeah, you, you trip. You would really freak the fuck out. Nah, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't. I, I probably would. It would be hard for me to do it sober. Just yeah, because it's been so long since I've been in a haunted house. I'm an adult. No, I don't want to be that scared. I don't, I don't want to be that scared. <laughs> Maybe we can give you some horse tranquilizers. Jeez. Some ketamine. Some ketamine. That, that would be a, a hell of a reality show. Y'all should film him going through my house. <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be great. We'll film you going through <laughs> on acid. Oh, you should see tactical maneuvering. Shit. I can I, see Kyle like 
like balling up, rolling on the floor, I, exactly, trying to crawl that's, away that's, from that's shit. That's my first mindset right there is just to ball up and maybe roll away like that dude from fucking uh, Hook. Hook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just I just got to ball up and roll the fuck away because I'm tiny. I don't. Uh, yeah, you are. But you could hide in a corner. No one would see you. But see, oh, that's, they know everything. Right. I'm exactly. The best advice is just to act. Don't act scared. They won't. They won't mess with you. They'll just leave you alone. That's right. What you don't Ooh. want to do is scare somebody that's not scared. Right. Yeah. That's true. Because <sighs> I, I, I figured that out with uh, we. Uh, I don't know. Well, we're from New Orleans, and I, I don't know if you figured. Uh, have you ever been down here to like the House of Shock or anything like that? No, that's still on Samo's thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. He, I don't think he owns it anymore. But, uh, um, but yeah, yeah, that's his big, you know, horror movie. He, they Haunted pushed house. the envelope in that one. We did win his. Uh, he gave us a best feature at his uh, Housecore Film Festival. Really? Mm. Yeah, That's yeah, fucking yeah. cool. So we won best feature there uh, two years ago. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I did see you guys had. Uh, you guys had been there. Yeah, that's really awesome. I got to meet him in uh, Atlanta and stuff like that. He actually knew my name from the movie and was talking about popcorn uh-huh. and stuff. So that was kind of cool. That is cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's like you know, of course, like the local celebrity around here for the you know the metalheads and the and the horror yeah, movie yeah, guys yeah. out here, and uh, he, yeah, you'll run into him every once in a while when he's out somewhere. And uh, uh, my girlfriend was a hu- is a huge fan of him, and uh, we were I forget the, we were at some comedy show. It was um, uh, Eric and whatever the hell that other guy is. You, you know Tim what I'm talking? About? Tim and Eric. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. they did. They did like a big show out here. And uh, we happened to get some tickets to it. And we were up there in the balcony watching this show. It was like, yeah, this is really funny. And we could hear somebody laughing. And that voice was so distinctive that it was his. you know. And I turned around. And uh, Caitlin was like, is that him? Is that Phil? I was like, yeah, it's Phil. <laughs> so she got all excited. I introduced her to him and, and, and stuff. It was really cool. It was, it was nice. He took pictures with us and shit. It was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. I mean, I didn't have any issues with him whatsoever. He was nice to everybody at the convention. Yeah. Now he's in a lot of hot water right now. So uh, with his, uh, did you you know Literally about that? He right? spa. Yeah, you know what's funny is um, we were at the karaoke thing and they got him up on stage, and um, uh, four black guys did a boys to men karaoke singing to him in a chair. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that is awesome. That's a true story. You guys. I did a video somewhere on there, but I thought that was. I was thinking, how does this happen in life where I'm actually sitting here watching this? Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I was being serenaded. Party. One but time, for yeah, me, everybody's doing like a human centipede. Yeah, uh, it, the actual guy from, and the guy from their Dieter Laser was like yelling at him and you know raising his hand and yelling at him and stuff. And I was like, "How am I in the right place at the right time on some of this stuff?" It was just really weird. <laughs> that, that is a weird like combination of people. You know, you got the yeah. dude from Human Centipede screaming at Phil Ansamo while he's getting sung to by four black four dudes. Black guys. <laughs> Singing boys to men. If what that video would be priceless. <laughs> wow. That. So, what do you think about Human Centipede? How? Uh, I like you... the first one, but I haven't seen the other ones. I thought the first one wasn't as um, gory and stuff as everybody said. It almost kind uh-huh. of reminded me of a dare I say like a modern day Hitchcock kind of thing. It just seemed wow. kind of classy to me. I mean, wow. it actually wasn't as raunchy as I thought it would be. Now I heard right. part, two, part three work, but I haven't seen those yet. Uh, part two makes you feel dirty. Like, uh, seriously, it, it is, it's everything you wanted to see or didn't want to see in the first movie. They put it in the second one times like 10. Now, I will say this about that, though, is I met that actor from part two, uh, uh, is it Lawrence uh, Harvey? The little dude? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the nicest guys in the world, you know? Yeah. But then I met, uh, also met Tom Six, the director, and Dieter Laser. Same thing. Probably the sweetest guys I've ever met. There's only one person I ever met that was nicer than them, and that was uh, Angus Grimm. Yeah, I met met Angus uh, last year at um, Frightmare. Nicest guy ever. Though. Very nice man. Very nice man. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't get him to sign anything, anything like that. I just, you know, went to talk to him for a few minutes. But man, he was such a polite dude. You know, I mean, and uh, he, of course, he passed away this year, so it's, you know, it really sucks, but. I mean, he'd, he'd made you sit down and ask you about what you're doing there and how you're doing and what yeah. you're talking about and all that stuff. I thought it was pretty cool that he took the time to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a nice thing. That, you know, it was really nice to meet him, you know. Yeah, I also met, too, as, uh, speaking of human centipede, is that uh, Ashlyn Yenny. Oh, yeah? And uh, I'll tell you that as I, like, locked up being like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it happens. It smells so good. And, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
There's a picture of me with her and stuff, and I just look like a, you know, just like I'm scared out of my mind. You're like, hi. <laughs> I do the same thing. I do the yeah. same thing. You do? You, you get yeah. I'm going up there, I'm going to say, man, she's going to know who I'm, Billy Pond. I'm going to be a badass someday, and uh, nope, fell apart. You're like, hi, hi, ma'am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think I talk. I think I just yeah. sit there and look down at the floor. That's fucking great, dude. I did that to Tiffany Haddish when she came down to New Orleans. I was like, oh. Oh. You, you went, you went off. Huh? You oh, just, did you, I? You, you I curled came, up into a little came, ball. I almost came up pants twice. <laughs> I was like, does, does that mean you came once? That exactly what. <laughs> yeah, that means. yeah, he That's did exactly came. He came <laughs> once, but the second time was almost there. The second time was a dry heave. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit, she's gonna be here for a while. She's like, know. are you okay? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Is that urine? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, it's crazy. Like some of these people, I'm I'm okay with meeting, but there has been some that I just was, you know, just I don't know. I felt starstruck, you know. Yeah, I did that with Sid Hagen. Uh, he told me to. He said, "Calm down, Sparky." <laughs> yeah, I, I had the same. Uh, the first time I met Sid, I was really starstruck by him. You know, I was like, "Holy shit!" You know. You're, do you know who you are? <laughs> you know, he said no. He's actually experiencing dementia. He's, yeah, he was like, he's like no, uh, but no. He was really cool. Uh, my girlfriend told him. Uh, she said, he, he said, does she want a picture with me too? And I said, go ahead and take a picture with him. And she's like, no, I'm afraid of him. And, it, <laughs> and he said, he says, I'm not gonna hurt you. She goes, I'm afraid you're gonna kill me. And no, she, no, she said, don't, please don't kill me. And he looked at his watch and he goes. Well, first he said, uh, I won't. Then he looked at his watch and said, well, there's still time, you know? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was he was a really cool guy, man. And I met him, like, twice, I think. That's what's happening is the first time I freak, but now he'll come by and I'll be eating at the uh, in the bar or something, and he'll come and, you know, put his hand on my shoulder and tell me hi and stuff now. So it's kind of a good feeling, you know. Uh, Kane Hodder, the same way I got pretty friendly with him last time and, you know, made some jokes and stuff. And um, it's kind of cool these people getting to know me a little bit. So. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to get to meet him, uh, Kane Hodder, this this uh, year at Texas because he's there. He's a so. Funny guy. Is he? Is he? He's cool. Funny guy. Yeah, I like. Uh, I got. Um, I really got into. Uh, it's, this is weird, but I really got into doing uh, collecting pops. You know, <laughs> you know what pops are, right? Yep, yep. yep. So I got all these horror pops, and I, I br- I'm gonna bring a bunch of them to have like Kane signed. Um, uh, I forget the guy. Um, who else is gonna be there? It was a gentleman who played. Um, Michael Myers, Christopher Lloyd, in Halloween Two. <laughs> oh, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Moran. Yeah, I believe he's going to be there as well, and uh, so I'm going to have those guys sign them for me. Just because really cool. I, might, I might be stepping out, and I hope I don't piss anybody off. But uh, when I was in um, Chicago, Ace Freely, you know, he gets a bad rap. Everybody said he's a dick and stuff, and his managers and stuff. Well, supposedly Tony Moran beat his bodyguard's ass in an elevator. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, so you might ask Tony about that, but to me, it's like, shit, that puts him up the ladder as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pop off to the wrong person and get your ass kicked by Michael Myers. Well, what? You, you know what? He'll have his chance again, but, but with um, uh, Peter Chris. Peter Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Chris is fucking bodyguards. <laughs> I heard Peter Chris is pretty laid back and stuff right here. Yeah, that's what I hear too. Uh, a bunch of my friends who've met him said he's pretty mellow. So Ace was nice. He just didn't, you know, he didn't. There's no small talk or you know anything like that. He, he didn't. I don't even think he looked at me whenever he signed my guitar. Oh, uh, he was just kind of like, yeah, okay, go away. You know that kind of stuff. I'm all like, I'm Billy Pond, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know me, motherfucker? He will someday. That's right. Hopefully, before he dies. Because <laughs> you know, speaking of those guys. <laughs> No, well, no, they're old as fuck. That's what I'm saying. I know. And it was a lead into what Kyle wanted oh, to talk like about. That. Yeah, speaking of uh, fucked up. All right, so I'm pretty sure you've you've killed so many people. Not like <laughs> not run real life. Yeah, yeah, but you know, through your movies, uh, what is one of the most fucked up ways to die? Of in in your mind. It's probably that Mr. Fisker thing where some dude's pulling your insides out through your vagina. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Now, now I've seen on, uh, uh, fuck, the, the new movie, um, Turbo Kid? Yes. That's yes. Turbo Kid. Now, I, did, I went into this movie just like, yes, <laughs> this is going to be great. Not expecting the gore and the blood. The, the gore and, movie. Oh, once <laughs> I seen it, like, with the, my favorite part of that movie, it, which is, I guess, is 
even beyond your alley. Just like, cause what I've seen and what you've been saying, cause like pulling your intestines out through your vagina. Yes. I, the guy that had his intestines hooked up to the bicycle. Oh yes, yes. Oh, and <laughs> he was, man, he was like, well, I set all this up, and I didn't expect you to last that long. So I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. I was like, oh my god, this is and they're showing it. Yes, that's exact. I want. Because in horror movies, okay, yeah, it's nice to go ahead and the look away is cool. Right, right. Just to just, oh, you give me the image that, that of what's image about to happen. Head, but yeah, no, yeah. no, no. If we got the technology nowadays. You go ahead I wanna and show me. Yeah, I want to see this guy's head explode. I want to see <laughs> I want to see the brains and the guts just splatter everywhere. You right. Know? Fucking Deadpool. What? That, yeah, well, that yeah. was just amazing just how everything dies. I was like, I like how he died just now. That was a, he got his, <laughs> his head up. severed. To me, it's a fine edge, uh, you know, sword because it's like um, I'll push the envelopes and do that stuff. I would just try to film it as realistic as I can oh. and make it, you know what I mean, in more of a dark way. And when you see Circus, you'll see what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Because, like, I love Turbo Kid, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, it's still a fun movie. Yeah. It's a movie. It's kind of supposed to be funny and all that. Mm-hmm. I want my movies funny in some places, but you shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, I, I feel as if your movies have the, that that cringe effect, just like yeah. oh shit, you know, make your balls tingle a little bit. Like, uh. I, I mean, All I right. saw I saw his movies. Yeah, very different sexual stuff. I was thinking the same thing. If my balls were tingling nah, during that man, scene, you don't ever see somebody like scrape the elbow or something like that. You're like, Ugh, oh, you you're know? like, ow, this is this is way past the elbow scrape. Oh well, I. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying that's all it takes for me and my balls to start taking. I got moves. you, I got you. So if you know, you know, you I'm never joining you on a double date. That's fine. <laughs> we still gonna go to these pregos though. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You guys like we're the pregnant women. Going to mm. Lamaze class. Speaking of pregnant women, yeah, tag team those. back again. Check it, check it. Let's begin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. These guys, these guys really like pregnant ladies, and we we really appreciate Thanks. the whole pregnant uh, effect that you had in uh, the uh, story. The stork, yes. Hope oh, that's stork. not your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a fetish, like I, you know, when I made this Circus of the Dead, uh, you'd be surprised how many uh, clown fetish people there are in the world. Oh wow! That's like reached out to me. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've known I've actually actually uh, on my Facebook. Uh, there's a girl I don't remember what her name is, but she she is a clown, and that's like all. Like that's what she dresses up as. She's not an official clown, but that's her freaky fetish thing, and she dresses up like a clown because she thinks everybody needs to be happy. So like she's this clown on Facebook, and that's the only thing. I think so. I think so. (laughs) I think that's who it is. Yeah, she's uh, she's gorgeous too, and I think she's a southern state. If you listen to her video too, it's like yeah, I've I've, she's made me hard too. <laughs> yes. High five if this chick's giving you an erection. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> you other guys will see if you go look at her pictures now. Yeah, dude. You got to check her out, man. She's, uh, she's cute and she talks real cute and she's. Yeah, I just. I get clowns. my hands on. And she's a clown. You're right. She is definitely from the South somewhere. You, yeah, can, you yeah. can tell. You can tell just because she's got that drawl. Yeah, I, I dig it. I never knew there was clown fetishes. Like, uh, dude, there's a fetish for everything. That is true, but it just there's a stuff for this clown stuff. That, that guy that plays uh, Mr. Blister in the movie, you know, uh, the smoking clown in my movie. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I call him kind of the Fonzie of the movie. Everybody always likes him, but uh, <laughs> that, dude, those women go crazy when he's going to these conventions now. You know, they just want. I don't think they want to sleep with him, but they want to sleep with Mr. Blister. Wow, I'm living dude. my life all <laughs> fucking wrong. <I> <laughs> You should have started dressing up as a clown, dude. Yeah, apparently being nice to women. No, no, no. Just dress up as a serial killing clown, and yeah, hey, it worked for ICP. Yeah, what? Yeah, I, <laughs> so the Juggalos basically yes, yes. Are, are big clown fetish thing. No, no, they're just, the Juggalos are mostly. I don't know what they are. They're just fans of the music. It's like a religion. Man. It is. It really is. They actually have their own like get together thing called the gathering. Yeah, yeah. I, they uh, actually put shit in the Fago Brook beer. That's how. Yeah, that's how they. Keep no, it's <laughs> mind control drugs. Uh-uh-uh. ICP is the new Cosby. <laughs> 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 Fuck, man. So, all right, look. I read that Doll Boy, your movie, your that's, short Doll Boy. Oh. Now, I didn't actually get to watch it yet, but. It, it, it is in the same universe as the circus movie, correct? Yes, totally. It's the prequel to circus. And the, if God, you remember the movie, the guy that played the first uh, convict in the circus? Yes. 
that's the lone survivor from Dollboy. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Wow. You stay past credits on Circus of the Dead. There's a, a Dollboy Easter egg scene at the oh. end of credits. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's really awesome. Uh, Nobody knows and everybody gets up and leaves. Yeah, um, I really, I really, uh, like Kyle was saying, he, he really loves the, the Dollboy poster, man, and I do too. Yes. I think it's fucking awesome. Well, the, I got the movie online for free. Really? Uh-oh. Yeah, on my YouTube. Anybody can watch it. Oh, there you go. All right. I gotta send, watch it. I gotta I'll watch it. Link out first. Okay, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Share, share it with your bunch. The we'll Easter do. egg is at the end of Circus of the, Circus of the Dead first, right? Uh, Circus of the Dead, right? Yeah, that's that's. But you see Dollboy first. You gotta watch Dollboy first. You watch Dollboy first, and, and then, then you, you watch Circus. And oh, then you, okay. okay, okay, okay. And I love Dollboy. Don't get me wrong, now, but uh, I shot that with like TV production cameras, and it's still good. Um, but it doesn't look like Circus. Circus, we did the right way. I did uh, Dollboy in 2009, did Circus in 2013, 2014. Nice. So, yeah, I've, I've learned a lot since 2009 before I did Circus. So, I, I was trying to cut my chops with Dollboy. Ah. Uh, what, what type of camera do you prefer to use? Well, now we're using, uh, it's digital. I mean, I'd like to, you know, use film, but I'm not, I don't think I'm that good yet. Um, mm. Right now, I'm using a Canon C300 with uh, Zeiss lenses. Come on. Nice. Yeah, and when we bought it, it was fifteen thousand just for the body, but now they went down to eight thousand. Really? Yeah, oh, that's but pretty the good. The lenses we got are five grand a pop. <laughs> God damn! There you go. Gotta get that uh, quality. The lenses are always the most expensive. Part. Well, yeah, yeah and when, I mean, and if you want to shoot real quality, you got to have real quality mm-hmm. equipment. So, but I mean, the type of camera that you're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, is specifically the Cam Canon Cinematography branch, where it's it's. Yeah. It's like from the same department as the DSLR and all that, but it's different. It's it's designed for uh, film. actual filmmaking. Yeah, it's it's their version of the the red camera that everybody uses a lot of that red. The red nice. Oh, okay. Um, so basically, what they do is they sell you like just imagine a big square, and then you add on all the other stuff to it. Oh, you know, uh, you do eyepiece and all that kind of stuff. So I'm used to shooting with the you know TV stuff. So you got the camera with the viewfinder, you know the the viewfinder on it right. already. And uh, you can zoom in and zoom out, but see, the film cameras don't do that. They're all fixed lenses. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't either until I started. Harvard uh, <laughs> told me I was stupid that I didn't know that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I go, zoom in. He goes, there's no zoom in. <laughs> push in. I go, okay, push in. Push in. Yeah, that's true, because that's why they're on tracks, right? Does they have to push Some them? of them are. Some of them, oh, like, depending on what kind of film you, what, you're, so, you're doing, or what kind of scene, you, you might have a, a steady cam that, that you have to show. What, what is the purpose of that? What, what to, to no be on the zoom. tracks? Well, no, I don't know. Yeah, well, don't know. because uh, a zoom yeah, loses <laughs> quality. Oh, okay. Now, why you wouldn't use a zoom one, I guess, to me, is like that's the first rule of, like, if you want to see an amateur film, that's what they're doing, is just imagine your phone where you're zooming in and zooming out. Right. Or your mom filming a soccer game when you're a kid, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just amateur. Uh, well, there, there's more that goes on when you're when you're zooming in and zooming out, like uh, apertures and all that. So I would yeah. assume it's to retain the same settings and like quality, quality. At, at all points. And that's, you're saying the apertures too. Is there? There's a good thing in there. My uh, cinematographer, he's always Gabe's always yelling at me and stuff like that. But he's a he's a nerd when it comes to that and women's shoes or something. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> me but too, anyway, as it turns uh, out. Just tell me the aperture thing is like. See, when we shot Dollboy, he wasn't there, um, and it's, like, dark, and you can't see nothing. Mm-hmm. But now when we kind of shoot dark, you see more because there's more aperture in this cannon, yeah. like, real high-end, and we see more detail in dark. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, yes. yeah. I've, I've, yeah, I, yeah. I just recently got a, a Canon DSLR uh, T5, uh-huh. and uh, I realized that um, in dark places, in uh, it really surprised me that it was able to get that type of quality without having to put a flash on. More crisp. Yeah. yeah I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm, I've been missing out. But um, I realized that in the movement, like, it doesn't capture movement when it's, like, dark like that. So, you know, it, so like, these cameras, I guess, be, since it's more expensive, it's, yeah. really, it's a lot easier to... Yeah, the more you and go you, up in price... Too, you like, I, I took that thing, too. If you think about this, guys, it's like, uh, when we were filming Dollboy, I could see everything. The camera sure in the hell wasn't picking it up that lot. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, your eyes see the better than any camera will see. Because, you uh-huh. know, they add a lot more light and stuff like that. That's the best way to do it is if you see something at night, doesn't mean the camera will. Right. Uh, okay. you know? right. Most of, uh, whether it's film or uh, or 
you know, uh, uh, portraits. Uh, what, what I'm trying to use, I'm at a loss of words. Uh, st- still photography is about understanding light and how it works. It's it's like the art part of it is actually fairly easy. Composition, all that. It's like when you when you're looking for cinematographer, you're looking for somebody uh, who understands light and like the science and math of it, mm. which is yeah, a lot more it, complicated. Yeah, he had it dead on the head, and that's the guy that does all my uh, still photography is Gabe. And he's the one that ended up being my cinematographer because he, he liked Dollboy and stuff. And he goes, dude, he goes, you could benefit from me next time you make a movie. He goes, bring me in and let me be your cinematographer. And that's what he does is he really he controls the light. And uh, it may look weird, you know, in real life. But when I'm looking through the monitor, it looks yeah. damn. Yeah, that's that's what I, I like. I like still shots like video is good. That's what I really want to get better at, especially as I take as I, you know, take pictures more. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. As more as you just, get for. Now, your your idea of Doll Boy, did you always want him to look like... Is that something that he has on his head? Is it a mask? Yeah, yeah, it's a, like a doll mask. Uh, I'll tell you how it come up is uh, the guy playing it is my brother-in-law, uh-huh. uh, Sergio Gracita. And uh, he was working in the haunted house, and he found this mask online. He wanted to order his, you know, $100 mask, one of the fancier ones. And, um, and he said, he goes, I'm going to get some coveralls with it or overalls. I said, yeah. man, that's too fucking cliche. I said, we need something totally different. Oh, no. And I was sitting there thinking one day, and I was, uh, ACDC come on, and I was like, Malcolm uh, uh, Angus Young, you know, was in a schoolboy outfit. And I go, I'm going to do this just to, like, fuck with my brother-in-law. So uh, I got those big dickies and made him pull them up over there, and he, was, he stepped inside that haunted house dressed like that, and just everybody's jaws oh, dropped. Oh, yeah. Big character. He looks like a sadistic Tweedledee Tweedledum. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, ooh, that's a scary man. I, right you there. know, the trailer was, I watched the trailer and the, and the, the trailer with him like coming through those doors. Yeah. That was awesome. I remember, I can still remember filming that stuff. Uh, I'll tell you the thing about him that's really good is it's just like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have cut my chops. You know what I mean? I would have never made a feature or anything. It's just kind of, that character was just so influential, and I said that's what I recommend people do is to try a short. You know what I mean? If you can get good at a you know a five or ten minute short, then you know that's you work yourself up to that. You know, so that's what I'd suggest to anybody. You know, before going after a feature, you know, get get your feet wet first. Right, right. Do something small, and then yeah, yeah. Yes. Even thirty seconds to a minute, just anything. You know, just the practice is going to make perfect. And do you also do all the writing too? I write with my buddy Lee Ingram. Um, and then my AD, Ray Ballard, comes in and kind of cleans us up because we're kind of uh, illiterate when it comes to how things are scripted out. But we have really good, you know, creativity. But uh, Ray comes in, he's kind of like Rain Man, and he can <laughs> yeah. you know, how it's supposed to look. Because I sent it to, uh, I don't know if y'all know who Gene Cooper is. Y'all remember Gene Cooper? She's Gene. on Young and the Restless. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, she come down, uh, to, I worked at a CBS 7 oh, station, and she come down because she was opening up a rehab center, because I guess she's an ex-alcoholic or something. Right. And uh, uh, I bodyguard for her one day here locally, and uh, she said, is there any good steaks down here? And I said, well, sure. I said, so we went to this steakhouse, and uh, I kind of made friends with her, and I said, I, and then I just went for the, you know, went for the gold, and I said, I have a script. Do you think you can give it to your son, Corbin Bernson? Because I know he made some horror movies at one time. Right, he did. And, uh. I'll be damned if uh, he didn't call me like, a, you know, two or three weeks later. And he goes, is this Billy Pond? I go, this is Billy Pond. He goes, hey, I'm sitting here looking at the Circus of the Dead script. He goes, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, have you ever written a script before? And I go, no. He goes, well, I can tell. He goes, you got to clean this up. He goes, it doesn't read like a script. It reads like a story. Huh. Right, because you you, yeah, yeah. you you wrote its yeah story format, basically. Yeah. I'm sorry, did you say that was Corbin Burnson? Yeah, that's her. that's her son. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That when you mentioned her name, I was like, I was trying to think of who she played on that show because my mom watched it religiously as a kid yeah. when I was a kid. You know, well, she was the sweetest that. person too. I mean, it, it's you know, I got to hang out with her at this restaurant called the Barn Door, and uh, before that, I never knew her, and we, I just become friends. And you know, she was so I had her phone number, and she'd text every once in a while and stuff like that, always on the holidays and stuff. And I just kind of always stayed good friends with her, but I never tried to, other than that son. Then I realized to try to make it on myself, you know, and I don't yeah. want to, you know, try to somebody else to come open the door for me. I want to open it myself. Well, you know, it's still kind of cool to have Carbon Burns and call you on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's pretty awesome, dude. But now I realize too is if you know you can hire Corbin for a, a, an acting gig if you want, you can hire any actor if you pay him. Well, yeah, that's let's, true. Let's hire Corbin Seriously. Burnson. Yeah. 
what, what are we going to do with, with Carbon Burns? We we'll want to hire you. We want to hire you. Want you to do a, a uh, commercial for our podcast? That'd I'll be just great. Reenact scenes from Psych with <laughs> No, I want I want him to uh, do his whole like monologue from uh, what is it? Uh, Tale, Tales from the Hood. <laughs> Did you see that movie? I have. Yeah, yeah. Where he was, he was the uh, the uh, the guy who lived in the um, the ma- the the old the mansion, the plantation, and oh. he and he had all the little black, the little nigglets he called them, yeah. with the, like, the little people <laughs> off the painting. <laughs> so that's Corbin Bernstein. That was Corbin Bernstein. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've seen Major League. <laughs> Yeah, he was one of the guys from Major League. He was uh, he was in a bunch of shit, man. Oh, shit. Really? Dennis, he did a horror movie called The Dentist. Yeah, he did. I remember The Dentist. The Dentist was great. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but... Was The Dentist <laughs> a menace? No, I, I enjoyed it. I thought the movie was good. Um, I think you, you, you kind of rushed past this, but you said you bodyguard? Well, that was just there at that station. They just... She was given uh, autographs in the mall. And I was creative service director, and, and the promotions manager said, hey, will you sit out here and make sure nobody gets out of line or nothing with Jean? And I said, okay. So I sat next to her at this thing while she was signing. This is before I went to any conventions, frightmare, anything. I've never been around a bunch of celebrities before that. And uh, so I didn't know how you're supposed to act. I just made sure nobody got out of line. But it was mostly, you know, older housewives and stuff. And right, right. There was no <laughs> problem. And she just said she was hungry. And I said, well, let's go grab some lunch. So, <laughs> that's, that's how our friendship started. I, I can see you, like, some, some uh, you know, 50-year-old woman start getting out of line. I want that autograph. You're like, I got to put you uh, down, bitch. Pull out a damn taser, shot her, you know? Dude, I'll tell you, this <laughs> was more stern with people than, than I could ever be. She just, she commanded uh, respect and she walked anywhere, you know? She was just, uh, she's one of those people that was just larger than life. Yeah, and then the character she played on on the soap operas, uh, that was, uh, I forget what her name was on the soap opera. Chance, was it something Chancellor, Miss Chancellor? Miss Chancellor, yes, yes, yes. You know, that character was, was the same, like, it reminded me, like, of a stern woman, you know, like, oh, yeah, someone yeah. not to fuck with, right? <laughs> so I, I could see her being that same way in real life, you know? Or at least you think she is for some reason, but she's <laughs> real sweet. Yeah, right. she, just, uh, she just had something about her that was special. Yep, yep, yep. She, uh, she did pass away, did she not? Yeah, she did, I think a couple years ago. Because, yeah. you know, I go by Bloody Bill all the time, and when I was having her sign Bloody this Bill. picture for me, and I asked her to sign it to Bloody Bill, and she wrote Darling Bill. She goes, I'm not calling you Bloody Bill because I'm not scared of the <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That is she awesome. She always calls me Darling Bill. Darling Bill. Yeah. That's I, I don't know if we're going to call you Darling Bill, but... I know. Uh, I'll call you darling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, what else do you do, man, besides when, when you when you don't have, uh, you know, you're not working or you're, you're not pushing your films or anything. What do you do for fun? Are you a juggalo? You masturbate? All right, yeah. That's always fun. That's a good thing. What is... Uh, well, uh, I play a lot of music. I'm in a uh, Jimi Hendrix uh, cover band, tribute what? band, and I play like a fat, bloated, white Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Come on. Nice. Well, I'm doing dope. a Van Halen tribute band now where I'm playing um, Eddie Van Whalen. It's like a fat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you focusing on the extreme years? Yeah. No, 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 of course, of the uh, 84 era. Nice. Yeah, of course. Only the, the, the patch pants and the dye shirt. Oh, you go ahead having, now, Joe. You're having fun with your life, Mr. Billy. Well, Come on now. Well, I'm not jumping too high. Come <laughs> on, man. I, you got to, man. I, 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 I'd pay to see that one, man. Well, I mean. You know, that's gravity's not gonna let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I get, now I get about probably about two inches of air when I try to scissor kick. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. Well, at least you know, at least you're getting air. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Gosh, that. So you play music, man. That's awesome, dude. Uh, you know, do you do you, do you gig a lot, or is it just uh, a? No, it's, you know, it's funny is I could we could play ba- or uh, we got a regular band too called Cornfed Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Another fat reference. You can see a theme going here. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, everybody in the band's fat, so what are you going to do? Sweet. I mean, you can't use the fat boys. It's already been used, so. Uh, we can play clubs and stuff all the time, but it's, it's like we end up doing more um, charity stuff or for events and stuff like that, or, you know, uh, you know, like we do a lot of, like, um, what do you call it? shrimp boils, crab fest, things like that, just community events. I'm kind That's of cool. active in the community and do a lot for this uh, rehabilitation uh, center down here. That's awesome. Like, you That's know, they got dope. like the uh, special needs kids and adults and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, I try to do that kind of stuff. You know, that's, that's you know, I, I shot a lot of their stories and vignettes and it, and it taught me to be a good filmmaker by, you know, capturing the emotions and telling the story so people donate money and things like that. So That's awesome, dude. What, what, is, yeah. what is your, do you have a day job? What do you like, 
normally do or just it just all film. Like Well, it's my day job was at CBS seven for damn near twenty oh, years. Oh, and yeah, uh, my boss is like a local millionaire. He sold the T V station, I guess, back in July. And everybody else stayed there except for the GM and myself. And the GM is my producer on my movie. And he said, hey, you want to go down, you know, downtown and we'll put you in an office. And uh, so I'm just doing, because uh, he owns lots of companies. So I'm doing all their advertising mm-hmm. when I can help them out. You know, anything from radio commercials to, you know, stuff like that or, or graphic ads. And um, so we're just hoping the movie sells and we can start making more movies. But in the meantime, we just do a lot of uh, PSA stuff for ch- other charities and stuff just to help out. So. That's kind of my day job. That's very cool. That's awesome. So at night you you chop up people, and during the day you help them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like usually it. like editing or doing something. It seems like I'm always pretty busy. Like today we're doing. Uh, I'm up here with uh, my buddy Ray, who's the assistant director on Circus, and uh, I w- I let him. I produced a thing called Lucky Jack, this uh, slasher short slasher that we filmed. Uh, I guess last summer, and um, it's going to turn out really good. So we're up here working on that tonight. Cool. So I try to keep busy. Um, he pisses me off a lot. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, I let him fuck off. <laughs> when he's getting to this, it's looking really good. You guys are going to like it a lot. It's looking really good. So unless he fucks it up somehow, it's going to look really good. Awesome. What? So I need to know. What creeps you out? Like, what grosses you? What What makes you what say? Scares Ew. Me? What's too much yeah, for you? Yeah. Billy? What where, where What draws the line for you? Probably marriage. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, it's like I was telling somebody you know recently. Uh, this is a true story. You guys like this? Uh, I was given a. I'm nobody important, and I don't even think I'm important. But here locally, you know, everybody thinks I've succeeded because I made a feature movie that's pretty good and all that, and getting all these film festivals. But a uh, a local high school uh, film class had me come speak to them the other day, and they asked me, uh, you cool. know, what's the scariest movie I ever saw? And I said, like, The Exorcist, and they all started laughing. They said, that's just cheesy. That's like the stupidest movie ever. And uh, so we started talking about what's actually scary and stuff, and it made me realize that real life is way more scarier than anything <laughs> I can do anymore because, you know, you see the, you know, ISIS beheading people on yeah. Facebook feed and yep. shit. I can't stand that. You know, I don't like yeah. seeing people run over by trains and stuff. I hate real death. When I was a kid, you know, I dug faces of death and all that. But as I got older and you start loving people. Yeah. You know, it I, gets harder. I don't do the real death. It's a life that's being death. lost. Do you, you do you have any children or anything? Uh, no, not that I know of. I got some Kleenex children. <laughs> 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 I got a few sock babies. So I got <laughs> Well, you, if you use a sandwich bag, you don't make a mess. Well, you see, uh, look, there you go. Okay. You know? That, that feels like it would be hard on my dick. <laughs> I beat off way too much to be using something that rugged. <laughs> you could no, just use dude, condoms you, you, if you, you don't. Use a sandwich bag and put it in the freezer when you're done. There you go. And then you can donate it. <laughs> you can make some money off of that. See, that's the things that get forgotten in the freezer. And then somebody goes to go oh. get a popsicle and be like, hey, man, what's this? <laughs> And we're like, oh, look, y'all got some of the extra gravy. I'm going to yeah, put it on my mashed potatoes. It's, it's that white gravy. It's just, it's I don't remember gravy. what it was, but a couple of years ago, I was listening to some chick talk about how she she found out, like, she got a new boyfriend, and she found his sock that he beats off into, and she was all <laughs> grossed out. And, and, like, she's, like, seriously freaking out and telling her girlfriends, like, I can't believe, like, how, like, it's so disgusting. They use a, they use a sock. It's like, well, all right, we could use something else, but that's really wasteful. You know, like, it's really convenient to use uh, cloth. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> My brother had a friend that used to, uh, every time he have a go sex, like, with just a random chick, <laughs> he would take the rubber and put it in their freezer. Why? <laughs> because they're young and their daddy find it. Oh my god! <laughs> he be getting the girls beat. That's <laughs> fucked up, dude. He puts the used rubber in the girls' freezer. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Daddy, fine. Nice, <laughs> nice. <sighs> oh, people. Yeah, the weirdest one I ever had was uh, when I worked at a, a department store as a teenager. The uh, the custodian told me he used to use uh, peanut butter, a jar of peanut butter. Oh, hope it wasn't crunchy. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) You put your dick in some crunchy peanut butter, you're going to have some horrible scabs. So gross. It's like sandpaper, but with... Why do you know this? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You probably just want to get the effect of... of I do do know someone as a kid who used to jerk off with uh, grape jelly. 
Grape jelly? Mm-hmm. I used to use the sofa. You fuck the sofa? Yeah. yeah. Stick yeah. a paper towel in there and get at it. Yeah. I wouldn't even stick a paper what? towel in there. No? No, fuck yeah, that. I don't shit. You got that too much of a mess. Go for it, you know. That <laughs> was too much work. I wasn't prepping nothing. I was like, I'm ready now. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's the fun part about it. The preparation? Oh. You got to prepare. <laughs> you caught me on that one. <laughs> Slipped it in. Oh, okay. so you, what, what, what do you have coming down the line, man? I'm heading to um, L.A. At the, or actually, uh, mid this month, I'm going to be at the uh, Permian Basin uh, Comic-Con. Sweet. Yeah, actually, locally, they got like a Comic-Con. They started up, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And then I'm gonna, at the end of this month, I'm going to be in L.A. at Days of the, De- at Days of the Dead. Okay. And then at the end of April, I'll be at Texas Frightmare Weekend. And then after that, I'm I'm wanting to take a little break of that so I can start making some more movies. Cool. Um, so, uh, Frightmare, you're going to have a booth and stuff? or mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, we'll okay. give away free posters and we'll sign all you want and all that Oh, stuff. awesome. Yeah, dude, we'll definitely be hitting you up when I'm there for sure. We'll talk some more when we're there. Uh, Hunter, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Sorry what about that. that weird noise? Like, I, I, I just got... Peanut butter. Yeah, I was thinking... I was like, oh, peanut butter. It just caught me offhand. No, no, seriously, man. When, you, when you're there, dude, we'll definitely hit you up and talk some more and... No, please do it. Remind me. Because, man, I've, I've talked to so many people and meet so many people and they come up and I... You got to say more than just hi. You know, make sure you remind me I talk to you guys about peanut butter and stuff. I will. I'll be like, oh, hey, right, we're like, we're I will just... <laughs> you, Wayne, Wayne will give you a shirt or something. I'll, I will, yeah, are. yeah. I'll bring you... A thing of peanut butter and set it on the counter, and if you don't <laughs> know what that is, you you know exactly who we are. It's two big guys and one little guy, and the little guy is gonna be having peanut butter in his hands. Yeah, yeah. So you, the two you, big guys are the bodyguards. This is slowly turning into a threat of sexual assault. Yeah, it's kind of like a weird porn. It's gonna be like we're gonna the show child. peanut butter. We're gonna hold you down. We're gonna tickle your asshole. We're <laughs> gonna have a whole little scene. It's the golden child. I got the peanut butter, and they just kind of branch away, and I walk through them. <laughs> You're the and, golden child. Yeah, yeah he's. It's like, oh, that's them right there. And it's got, there need to be an ambiance of light behind me. Yeah, I got to bring some light to flash behind me. And we're going to have crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. The crunchy yeah. kind. The kind you shouldn't use. There's <laughs> a kind you should use? With yeah. Creamy. I think you need to use the Peter, the Peter Pan kind because it has an oil base to it. No, I was thinking the all-natural one, the one that you actually have to have, the, the oil that's on the top, and you yeah. have to mix it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. One. That yeah. one right there. Mm-hmm. That way, because it's extra... Oil lubed. It's nice and shiny, Dick. Once you finish, yeah, you pull it out. You know, smells like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, again, I ask, <laughs> how do you know that? <laughs> I just uh, assume. I just how do we go from talking to this? We man, did. You we, know, we're talking to this I, man about his movies to, to, to peanut butter fucking. That's just That's he lie. started it. <laughs> All right, Bill, you I, did. I you did start it, man. I always like to wonder what goes through the mind of our guests when they, you know, y'all y'all get interviews from time to time and. So some some guy says, come on our podcast, and all of a sudden, we're talking about fucking a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm assuming this doesn't happen with most of your interviews. Mine? Yeah, no, it happens every damn time. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Then we're right up your alley. Sweet, you sweet. Go. All right, we're, we're not, no offense here. That's great. Very, <laughs> great. I feel less special. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make a trailer called Mr. Fister and not get into something weird. I, as soon as I seen it, I was like, is this a chain mail? Is that a- <laughs> I was like, you, who are you fisting with you this? See Dollboy, it's on the first. I got a fake trailer on the front of it on Dollboy. And also, listen to this. There's a fake trailer for Circus of the Dead on front. That trailer I made in 2007 for Circus of the Dead. Really? So it has nothing to do with the movie, yeah. And there's only one person in it, that, or two people in it, that ended up in the actual movie when it's all said and done. Now, I, I, I'm probably confusing the, the lead actress. Who Who is the lead actress in Circus? Uh, Chanel Ryan. What was she in before? Um, yeah, Bad Kids Go to Hell. <laughs> what a and, name. Uh, I can't remember the other one. Though. Okay, it's just, I, see, I was, I must have. That's what I'm saying. I must. I thought he it was thought the girl she from was Dexter. The girl, yeah, who played? Oh, no, 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 I, I can't think, think of so. Because, because, man, she resembled her quite a bit, and even the way she spoke, she reminded me of the 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 lead girl from Dexter. That's why I was kind of like. Mm. No, yeah, I don't think... It, no, that wasn't her. Okay, she all right. Super sweet. She was in the Stork also. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. She, they just come down and visit me now, the parish and her and, you know, everybody. I like them to come down and just hang out and visit me now, so... That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, not to give too much away, they are going to uh, be in the sequel? The well, cl- the, the, won't. No, the clowns. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the clowns will all be in the sequel, I mean, unless somebody dies in real life, which would suck, and then I wouldn't do it, or if Bill, you know, gets too big... 
to be able to do it, you know, next time. So Yeah. I, I have a question. Yes. Was she actually pregnant <laughs> in the filming or was that makeup? Mm. That was like a cheap ass thing we bought on Amazon. On Shit. <laughs> Shit. Was that in duct tape? Nice. I can get behind the duct tape, but <laughs> I'm just upset in general. It just looked all fake, so we had to use the, the duct tape to kind of curve it the right ways and all. So, it like I said, we did that all in like four hours one night. That's crazy, man. Did, did she still have the fake? Belly? <laughs> <laughs> we go. We go. Take home. <laughs> Yeah. Don't you come out that bathroom without that belly on. Yeah, you better put that back on. I'm like Elizabeth <laughs> Berkeley. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, shit. Well, Bill, dude, it was fantastic talking to you, man. Thank you so much, Billy. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, guy. I look forward to uh, All three of you are going to be at Frontmare? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, yeah, come by and we'll get a picture and tag it on your thing. And also, when you post this to uh, tag me and I'll make sure I share it. Oh, yeah, definitely will, man. It'll, it'll, it'll come out... Um, uh thursday okay so but um well anyway bill thank you for joining us on this show man uh seriously we can't wait to actually hang out with you a little bit or at frightmare it'll be really fun bring the peanut butter you know we will you know we will <laughs> uh mind you guys I fucking forgot the peanut butter that's right before we head off though bill do me a favor and uh tell everybody your websites and stuff where they can get your stuff and check out your movies uh, probably just go to uh, bloodybill.com, um, and that'll get you to all my Facebook pages and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, just don't bother me and leave me alone. <laughs> I can't I can't do that, darling. <laughs> yes, darling, Bill. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, thanks for coming on, man. And I was your host, Wayne. And this is Kyle. Jeff Rick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Mr. Billy Bloody. Bloody Bill Pond. That's right. Pond. Damn, I'm all fucking up all over the place. Bloody bloody Billy Pond. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's the whole good thing right there, guys. And remember, boys and girls, to keep it coming! Period. Period. you? Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay then. That's it. <laughs>